0: I'm William Tincup and we are broadcasting from the greenhouse booth at HR Tech and Rich is with me and we're going to just talk about a bunch of cool things. So would you do us a favor and introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely. Well, it is wonderful to meet you, William. Uh, my name is Richa Gupta. I'm the CHRO of uh, Globalization Partners. Oh, cool. Uh, yep.
0: Y'all have such a great brand.
1: It is a wonderful brand and even a more phenomenal purpose. So this company was uh, founded about twelve years ago, and our our uh, founder CEO Nicole Sahin yep. did it almost with a forethought of all of this global growth that was going to come, Smart. especially through pandemic. Um, so she founded this market category. It was a new market category that she built called EOR, Employer yep. of Record, Yep. right? Um, so that helps companies expand internationally and globally right. with a lot of agility in a compliant way
0: and it's uh, not easy or it's easier now especially with technology and, and folks like yourself so Tell us about a little bit more about globalization partners. Like, how do you help customers, and how Absolutely. your team helps customers?
1: Absolutely. So it's twofold, um, William. First of all, it's the technology platform, right? Technology comes to rescue when it comes to uh, right. expanding globally, right? right? You've got to have an integrated platform to first find people, hire them, onboard them, take care of all of their employee needs, offboard them, right? So a scaled. Um, technology platform to do all of that in an integrated right. way is the key to to one of the things that we do but the other thing is the human support right so i have a mantra which is digital when you want human when you need right. and we, we do it both right that's so nice. we we have the technology platform book. yeah that's, that's a, a book. book i i understand. i'm come gonna me, write it coming to amazon uh, <laughs> new, 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 new. yes Good. yes um and so we also have the in in country uh in region um HR people right. uh, to to enable because um, international law is complex. Right, um, I think growing uh, growing internationally um, is a complex job and it takes you know cross-functional effort. Yeah. Um, so technology on one side and then human support to help our customers stay on the right side of compliance. Right, um, the laws, the tax, the payroll, the benefits, the payments, all of that.
0: They get twisted up. Really quickly, just not even, not trying, just, just understanding that the not all countries, they're the same, but even within those countries, there's regionality.
1: Exactly. Right? Exactly. I mean, we
0: were talking about India uh, offline, and it's like, there isn't one India. I mean, it's not been my experience, at least, that, that there's one India. Um, there's several different Indias.
1: Exactly. And talk about APAC. Yep. It's often bundled up <laughs> as one region, but we know how diverse that is from India to Australia oh, yeah. to everything in between. Oh, yeah. So very diverse and very different, diverse rules of oh, yeah. doing business right. there
0: too. Right. And you if you want to be successful there, that's great. But wanting to and understanding how the rules are, how the game is played, etc., Using This is where a lot of American companies make mistakes, is they think what works in America is going to work in Vietnam. It's like, um maybe not.
1: Exactly. Maybe
0: so, maybe some things, but right. maybe not. Um, what's top of mind for you these days? What's keeping you up at night?
1: Oh, gosh. Um,
0: <laughs> Alphabetical? Oh,
1: there's <laughs> so much. Where do I even start? I think, William, um, one thing that we are seeing out in the talent market is... Um, you know, we have we have all seen the the economic slowdowns and cycles before. Right. What's happening right now is very unique. Right. The unemployment rate is the one of the lowest of all times. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Inflation rates are high, they're coming down, but they're still high.
0: Normally they're at the same place. Exactly. So if, so if the inflation, you know, again, if if the market is tanking, okay, but then there's a lot of candidates. It's like, okay, we have an abundance of candidates. It's what we used to historically call a candidate-driven market or employer-driven market, right? Well, if we're having a a recession, let's say we're having a recession, typically that's an employer-driven market where you have an abundance of candidates. There's not an abundance of candidates.
1: That's not the case right That's now. There's the actually right now. talent shortage, right? Yep. So, you know, we did a research at GP and we found about oh, cool. 77% of our global executives think that they can't find skilled talents in their in their local markets. And they're thinking about growing internationally. Right. right? So there's talent shortage. You can't find them in your local vicinity. I would say, number two, coming out of pandemic, the myth about remote global work got busted in a big way.
0: 100%. Right?
1: So everybody, now there's more openness mentally. We can't do it.
0: I don't know why we can't do it.
1: Right. But we can. We can. We were forced to do it. Yep. So now there's more openness, right? So it's an employee-driven market. There's talent shortage. Um, There is a broader acceptance for remote and dispersed teams. Um, There's all of this, what we see around us, Right, right? right, right? The emergence of HR tech because employee life cycle is complex. What you see around here, hundreds of companies in HR tech trying to address one or multiple of those dimensions of employee experience, Right. right? So HR tech is stepping up to help companies write a bigger, better playbook of how to take care of your, your workforce, how to launch globally with agility in an integrated way. So combine the kind of that, that paradigm shift that has occurred around global work Combined with the talent shortage that is occurring, combined with the driver of HR technology that is stepping up to to enable it all, you have a wonderful, I would say, context that has been set for global growth. Right, but it comes with a lot of complexity. So that's what keeps keeps me at night. Um, is you know, how do we, how do we keep helping our customers, our global societies with democratizing right. uh, global work, and then enabling. Through technology in making that happen
0: I love that I love that I need to ask you a couple of interview questions because of you know greenhouse being being here and some of the things that they care about so let me let me just pivot and ask you at a time in your life kind of a candidate asked you a question that you just fell in love with mm. you know, you're just like you know that's a really really good question that's yeah. a thoughtful question or whatever like can you remember a time where there was a question you're like
1: That's cool. I'll I'll give you two, and I learned that about 20 years ago, and it stuck with me. Okay. Especially for the leadership level interviews, right? So the first one is, you know, we are all shaped by the experiences that happen in our lives, right? Our leadership philosophies, who we are as, as individuals, who are, who we are as colleagues and professionals. So what is one personal experience that has shaped you to, to be who you are? So in people, oh, cool. I just give it a caveat, you know, you don't have to go too personal too deep.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Stay where you're comfortable, but just give me an example of what happened and how did it shape you? It gives you a deep insight into somebody's psyche right. and what they're made of. Right. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is often people ask, what are your strengths and what are your development areas? Yeah, yeah, I Instead of asking that, I ask, somebody asked me, what are your superpowers? And what do your critics say about you?
0: Oh, I like that.
1: So that's the Ooh. one that, you know, people pause almost everybody pauses and they go into a thought oh yeah (laughs) to come up with the answer Uh, it requires thinking
0: it's nothing good but yes (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) speaking for myself right but it
1: shows authenticity in in people right and what kind of answers they give
0: oh that's wonderful all right so ghosting your take on ghosting as it is right now uh, candidates ghosting employee or employers, hiring managers, interviewers, etc., and vice versa: interviewers, hiring managers ghosting candidates. Is that just life? Is that just normal? Is it something that just is, and always has been, or is it something that we should really pay attention to? Do you grade one of them harsher than the other, etc.?
1: I think ghosting on either side is not acceptable. It shows that you're not professional. That's right. Either as an employer or as a candidate. Right. So if somebody, I mean, it's it's bad uh, it, it in whatever degree, whatever extent it, it happens. It is not acceptable. It has never been. It happens. 100%. And that's a good test, actually. If you are a candidate and the employer is it's sending a signal. Things, it's sending a signal and you better listen to it.
0: Okay. I, you know, I've, I've, I think when it's somebody has an emergency, and it's truly emergency. My wife's in a hospital. Communicate. Okay, well, we can get past that, but that's that's a, that's an easy thing. But if somebody just doesn't show up, right. they're sending you a signal you one go. way or another. Mm-hmm. Now, you can listen to it or not. That's a choice. Okay, so your take right now on kind of skills and how you kind of look at skills, because you've got a really unique position, but because you also help with your customers, but also the way that you look at skills and transferable skills, tertiary skills, things that you can... Teach, etc. How do you look at skills differently now than you did years ago?
1: I am so happy you asked me this question. Sure. There are actually two trends that I'm watching. They're calling it the end of jobs. Yep. Right. Yep. So the job descriptions, the ten bullets, gone. Yep. It's gonna go. Right. So unboxed jobs. Yep. That are more cross-functional. Um, that's on the rise. I see even schools and universities launching new majors that are so creative. It's not in silos, right? They right. all cross paths because all of those cross-disciplinary skills and, and capabilities and mindsets are definitely on the rise. So that's oh, I what I would, that. I would say.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that so much because, again, that's the life. We're not, we're not in these silos. We were never in silos, but we were taught that there were silos.
1: Exactly. And, you know, you you throw the AI dimension into all of that, right? right? And and assess uh, how technology, AI, is going to take on some of what humans do. Humans will have to reimagine. Nobody is going irrelevant unless right. they let the technology make them irrelevant. So you right. constantly want to grow and develop new skills and branch into new contexts. So emergence of AI, I think it's also going to force people to think about how they learn, what they learn, what they do with it in a, in a very, uh, you know, there's another word that I use, enterprise leadership, right? So it's just, you know, it's not new function. It is, you've got to, irrespective of your level in the organization, right. your role, you've got to have that cross-functional understanding of how work is done, right. right? So that mindset versus a, this is where I, what I went to school for, this is what I've done yeah. for the last 10 years, and this is what I'm good at, that's becoming outdated. That's, that's the
0: rearview mirror. Exactly. Like, so what? What, what are you doing to set yourself up for success in, in the next iteration of right, you? Right, I love that. Okay, so the last question I have is not necessarily a horror story around interviews, but just for yourself or for somebody that kind of came through the process or a story you heard. Like for me, we had somebody pretty far in the process, this a leadership role, and we're out at lunch, and uh, takes out his teeth and puts them on the table. It, it just it threw the team. It didn't throw me. I'm like, eh, whatever, who cares? But it threw the team. like Nobody said anything. But It was just kind of this awkward moment for my team. And so I, I remember that. I mean, we ultimately didn't hire the person and all that other stuff, but it wasn't because of that. But it did create this memory of, of, of you know, maybe if you're going to take out your team or your teeth, maybe you should telegraph it. Maybe you should tell people you know, hey, I'm about to do this, so they're going to cause any problems, et cetera. So do you have any of those types of stories?
1: Well, I think I've been pretty lucky. I've not had any of those experiences <laughs> ever. Um, but I, you know, I was interviewing a chief revenue officer um, one day, and um a part of the executive team took him out for lunch, right? Uh That was like the last round. You can only assess that much through Zoom. Then you've got to meet people to assess who they are. And throughout the conversation, we kept asking him questions. What do you do? What excites you? What motivates you? What do you stand for? What's your purpose in life? Where have you been? Where are you going? (laughs) It's almost
0: an interrogation.
1: Well, it was a conversation. It was a very friendly conversation. He asked us nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. Right, that's, so there was a, no, zero a,
1: curiosity about, a, yeah. exactly. So that was that was a sign. So, I mean, that's my advice to all the, the candidates to say, you know, be curious. Well, that's ask, an active listening.
0: Research. If you're actively listening, you're asking the person about themselves and about the same. You're flipping it around. Exactly. How could you be a revenue officer if you're not asking questions? Exactly.
1: Oh, exactly. That's, that's a great, so that's a great story. It's the element of curiosity, I think in a, it's just not just for the senior leadership roles. It's for anybody who's interviewing. Do your research know what you want to know more about and, and go for it.
0: Drops Mike walks off stage. Exactly. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you, William. Absolutely. It has been a pleasure.
0: And thanks for everyone listening. Until next time.